Hi, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Atlanta Startup Podcast. My name is Mecca Tart, and I am the Executive Director of Startup Runway and your host for today. I'm really excited to sit down with Maria Dosares, who founded Steel Sky Ventures in 2020 to improve access, care, and outcomes in women's health care by finding investment opportunities in innovative medical devices, digital tools, and delivery models. Today, her firm has 73 million in assets under management. Steel Sky Ventures is a black female-led venture capital fund and the largest venture capital fund focused on women's health care. On today's episode, Maria will share about her journey establishing Steel Sky Ventures, information about her fund, and share key insights for startups that are seeking funding. But now before we dive deep in today's episode, please be sure to mark your calendars for September 15th for the Women's Her Story Women Founder Empowerment Series, an exclusive startup runway program that will celebrate women founders at the Russell Center. This event will kick off at 3 p.m. And to learn more, you can reach out to Mecca at startuprunway.org. Prior to jumping into today's episode, let's talk a bit more about some of the happenings going on with the Valor team throughout the month of September. Valor is actively accepting entries for their annual Art of Commission, which is $5,000. So please share this with the rising Georgia artists who you appreciate. The deadline to apply is September 30th. The last stop of the Atlanta Unlocked Tour is at Atlanta Tech Park. And this is happening on Thursday, September 22nd. I will be in attendance and so will some of the other Valor team members. So please feel free to drop us a note. You'll be there as well. Now let's dive into today's conversation. Now, without further ado, Maria, welcome to the podcast. Before we even talk about the where you are now, what your focus is for your firm, take us through your journey. How did you get to where you are now? Well, it all started <laughs> way back with a lemonade stand in Belgium. <laughs> you know, I was uh, born in Europe and I, I lived over in Europe until I was 10. And I was just always thinking about businesses to start. It was just the kind of person I was. I started babysitting clubs, lemonade stand, a garage cleaning business. Um, and then I came to Wake Forest undergrad and I was thinking about a business to start there. So I started the first student run business there, um, a company called college boxes, which ended up expanding to many, many schools of 50 by the time I left and was hired by U-Haul. So I've always had a very entrepreneurial spirit. And uh, that was a great opportunity. But I knew I at 19, I still had a lot to learn. So I spent the next 17 years of my career learning different operating roles, how to, I did consulting to understand how to work with customers and client service. I went to NYU, got an MBA. I worked in branding, marketing, um, finance. And so I really just wanted to understand how to run great businesses and then uh, landed back in New York where I helped a dermatologist do a roll-up strategy and, you know, started with two clinics and now he's at over a hundred. And so I really had this knack and ability to try to help companies grow. And it's just always been a passion of mine. Then was able to get to the other side of the table and learn how to invest. Absolutely. So we went from a a lemonade stand in Belgium to helping a dermatologist scale their business from two 
offices to almost 100 offices. And now your passion is really around helping to support entrepreneurs, helping to support founders. Now, tell us a little bit about the funding, your portfolio, what's important to you and why it's important to you. So for me, as a female entrepreneur, as a woman of color, I know how difficult it is for women to get access to capital. When I was you know, working on my journey through all my operational endeavors, I joined an angel group and I started angel investing. And I wanted to specifically invest in female social entrepreneurs, people that were changing the world, people that were doing things for the better. And so in doing that, I learned a lot about investing. I learned a lot about what was important about how to value companies, how to negotiate with them and how to support them. And so after I had grown my angel portfolio to about seven companies, I really found this niche in women and in, in innovating in women's health. And they weren't getting any dollars. They were getting even the less of the 2% we hear about. Um, right. because they were innovating in really stigmatized products and services that aren't the sexiest things to people who want to invest in fintech or crypto or you know all of those things. And I just thought there was a big market for that. And it could really change the world and make the lives of women better everywhere. And so that's what was the catalyst for me to start investing. I looked to the market to see if there was a fund that I could invest in who was already doing this work. And Portfolia at the time was the only fund who was doing this kind of work and they were closed. So, you know, my grandmother always told me, if you don't see something, you need to build it. You need to see the change that you want to see. And so that's when I decided in 2020 to stand up Steel Sky Ventures and we invest in women's healthcare. I love that. And there's nothing like a praying grandmother. We all, I think we all have sayings from our amazing grandmothers and there's such precious gifts in this world. And so it's going back to just, you know, women and having that support. Now for you, you said you were part of a, an angel investment group and that's how you got started. For those that are listening to this podcast that are interested in becoming an angel, but not quite sure where to start. Can you give some advice around that? Yes. Well, first you have to make sure that you're an accredited investor. So there's a lot of different ways to start your investing journey. You can start on online platforms like republic.co, AngelList, um, iFundWomen. There's a lot of opportunities now, even if you know, you aren't a venture capitalist or an angel to, you know, invest along these platforms. But joining an angel group, you'll have to may qualify to be able to, you know, invest in these companies because they are really risky. And so it's important to know the risks. So most of these companies will lose money. Few of them will win and they will return your fund or they will, you know, be the ones that make you a lot of money. But angel investing isn't something where, you know, you bet you make five bets and you get five winners. So you really, it's not for the faint of heart. And it's you're investing usually very, very early. One of the first checks in the door for companies. And so just to explain a little bit more about how the life cycle of funding works is if you're an entrepreneur, you have an idea on a napkin, you go to friends and family if you have it. (laughs) A lot of us don't have friends and family, so we have to go to angel networks or crowdsourcing, crowdfunding platforms um, like the ones I named. And you'll get a little bit of money from there, a couple hundred thousand dollars. Then you can go to an angel group once your idea is a little bit more fleshed out. And they'll usually give checks between 25 and you know $500,000. Then after angel, you continue to grow your business. You will start looking at venture capital funding. And so venture capitalists from pre-seed all the way up So pre-seed is your really first institutional round where it'll be a real fund 
that is investing money. And the beauty of getting venture capital dollars is that you have the support of their network. So a lot of resources at their fingertips. They've done this before with a lot of companies. They know the playbook. And so they can really help guide you. So picking the right source of funding of capital is really important to guide you where you need to be in the next step of your journey. So you said you said a lot, Maria. And one of the things that stood out to me also was about that being an angel investor is not for the faint at heart, right? <laughs> what would you describe your risk tolerance if you think back then when you were in that angel group? What was your mindset? Well, I had money that I was ready to lose. I was investing with passion and purpose. And a lot of times angels, it's your own money. So you don't have a fiduciary duty. You're not taking in other people's money and owing them something back. It's your own money. And sometimes I would invest in a company because I really want to see this company in the world. Is it going to be a billion dollars? Are they going to IPO? No. But are they going to change the lives of a couple thousand people for the better? That was what I was investing for. So a lot of times you'll find that angels are investing with their heart and VCs are investing with their head because they have a fiduciary duty to the people that invest in them. So I still do both. How do you balance that? Because there's still things that I want to see. And so I'm still a part of angel groups. And if I just see somebody that has a really great idea and it's not going to be a billion dollars, and I think that they still have a very viable business, I'll invest in them because I want I want to see them grow. Um, but it's a very different calibration that I do when I'm investing out of my fund. We have a lot of models that we use because we have return profiles that we're trying to target. And so we have to be very disciplined about how much money, what round, what's the valuation, because we do have other people's money uh, that that we're taking and quite a lot of other people's money. And so they want to see a return. A lot of pressure. (laughs) Give them a good return. (laughs) Absolutely. Pressure. And they are holding you all responsible. And so in talking about that, what are some wins, if you can share, that have come through your fund? And what was the reason why you decided, okay, you know what, this really feels right. This is an alignment for, for my company, for this fund, for us to invest into this particular startup. For the startups, because we talked about the angels, potential angels, but for the startups that are listening, what advice would you give to them around where you base your decisions for startups? So we are series A, late seed series A investors. So by the time you get to us, you have your product in the market, People are buying it. You usually have about one to two million dollars of sales. And we really understand that you found product market fit. You've built a great team. What our expertise is, is helping you scale and grow. So for us, we only focus on healthcare investments, specifically um, companies that create better access care or outcomes in women's healthcare. So we'll invest in different business models. We're trying to bring healthcare to the future. So we're investing in things like drones that deliver medical supplies that have saved the lives of over 15,000 women because they're delivering blood to places Mm -hmm. in Africa that would take four hours to drive through, but the drone can get it there in 20 minutes. And then you can have, you know, life-saving treatments um, and cures um, on the spot. So those are the kind of things that we're looking for. We're looking for real game changers, things that are really going to move the needle that what they call our pain pills, solving real tough, challenging problems rather Mm -hmm. than vitamins that are kind of a nice to have. And while they're there's a market to invest in both. We want to solve the most serious issues that face women's health. And so that's really what we've dedicated our funds to do. I think that's beautiful. And, and one of the reasons why I also love that that's what you're investing in is that, you know, there's a lot of numbers when it comes to women of color, when it comes to healthcare disparities, 
And when it comes to, you know, what's big right now, what's what everyone seems to be talking about is the the maternal mortality rate amongst African-American women, um, which which is there's a huge disparity there. And so the fact that you are focused on healthcare companies that are led by women is moving the needle forward to make this world a better place. Now, Maria, I just want you to go on a quick journey with us before we close out and over the next five to seven years, where do you see yourself? What's what's your focus? What are you passionate about? What gets you excited? Well, I love investing. <laughs> it's really fun working with portfolio companies. And it's basically something I was doing for free before I started a VC fund. I love mentoring startups. I love helping people achieve their vision and their dream. There's nothing better than seeing someone thrive. And so five to seven years out, I hope to be on, you know, fund five by then and having funded thousands of women's health companies and made the world better for millions of women or billions of women around the world. And so that's really what our hope is and what we want to do at Steel Sky. But we're not only, you know, trying to democratize access to capital for women, trying to fund women's health, but we're also trying to shift the landscape of investing. So it's really important for us to always have, you know, um, internship programs where we're training new women and people of color and putting them into the VC landscape. Because the numbers are so small, Mecca, it doesn't take much for us to say, hey, guess what? We just put 5% more women into the VC landscape. We just minted three more new GPs. And that, you know, those numbers seem small, but for our population, they're big. It's big. We it's want to see big. it continue to grow. So that I love also that you have that that give back in and that you are not only, you know, growing your fund, but that you're also looking to see, okay, who can possibly be the next me or who can, you know, how can we work together to increase this number around investing? Because people tend to also invest in people that look like them, right? Which is why there's such a disparity as far as the funding and capital that goes into women startups, women founders. And so I love that you're doing that. And I, and I do believe that there's such an amazing opportunity. How, if someone wants to get connected with you because they are interested in, in becoming an investor one day, or they are interested, they are a founder that specifically has a company that is in that space of health tech, how can they connect with you? Do, what, do, what do you do specifically in that area that would be great for them to connect to you? So LinkedIn is always a great opportunity and a way to invest with us or to learn more and connect with us. Also through our website, we like to take intros from everyone. So we're not exclusive. You don't have to have a warm intro. Any type of medium that you can get to us, feel free. (laughs) And that's how we get the best crop of companies. And we see the most companies because we're not exclusive, we're inclusive. And we found by being inclusive, we can really cast a wide net and find those great diamonds in the rough. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Maria, for your time today. Do you have any last thoughts that you would like to share with the audience that's listening in? If you're out there and you're an entrepreneur and you believe in your dream, don't let anybody stop you. Take life as it comes, be flexible, but don't let anybody deter you from your dream. Thank you so much, Maria. Thank you for joining us at the Atlanta Startup Podcast. And we look forward to seeing you all next time. Have a good one. Thank you. We're thrilled to have you as an Atlanta Startup Podcast listener. To help you get the most out of the experience, let me invite you to three insider opportunities from our host, Valor Ventures. First, want to be a guest on this amazing show? 
reach out to our booking team at atlantastartuppodcast.com. Click on Booking. It's a no-brainer from there. Are you raising a seed round? Valor definitely wants to hear from you. Share your startup story at valor.vc forward slash pitch. Are you a woman or minority-led startup? Valor's sister program, the Startup Runway Foundation, gives away grants to promising startups led by underrepresented founders. The mission of the Startup Runway Foundation is connecting underrepresented founders to their first investors. Startup Runway finalists have raised over $40 million. See if you qualify for one of these amazing grants at startuprunway.org. You can also sign up for our next showcase for free there. Let me let you go today with a shout out to Startup Runway presenting sponsor, Cox Enterprises, and to our founding partners, American Family Institute, Truist, Georgia Power, Avanta Ventures, and Innovators Legal. These great organizations make Startup Runway possible. Thanks for listening today and see you back next week.